This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. Put the phone down, Ralph. Hey, you're always talking about me on my phone. And my phone's face down on the table right now. I'm ready to do go here, and you're the one texting away. Wow. Hey, man. You know, sometimes I gotta handle some business. You always gotta handle business. But that's also because your work hours really are like from 4.30 till about 8.30 at night. Yeah, it's like Those are your 8.30 pr- in the morning till about 1 in the afternoon, and then starts up again at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Well... It's the life you chose. What are you drinking in such a big-ass bottle? Yeah, it's an abnormally large beer Is that bottle. a homebrew? Yeah. Um, so I think Brew Kettle does this to where you, they'll coach you through how... So all the beers kind of taste like a Brew Kettle beer. Yeah. Uh, the okay. Brew Kettle family. Let me try this. But um, this is the Oktoberfest. So the other weekend, um, when Kate and I were running around with my sister and Trey, we went to Geither's Restaurant... You still got the sniffles, man. Are you going to get that looked at? Yeah, man. I probably should. <laughs> it's just damn weather still. Yeah, it is. That's all right. That's but, not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. So That's th- the worst one of the batch. I'm guessing somebody in the shores made these. Yeah. So um, we were out one night, and my sister hits me up, and my sister like is basically calling in backup and saying she needs someone to go to this because she wants some of this beer, but she doesn't want to go to this like community function at the marina <laughs> by herself. So she just needs some backup. So Kate, Trey, and I all go over there to this like Aurora Shores function, which is just hilarious because there is some booze. Like lake communities are a whole other creature, dude. They will. They just. They're booze hounds. They just live for summers and being hungover on Monday mornings. Yeah, yeah they straight up Sunday fun days. <laughs> but they were all like Aurora Shores themed beers. Like one was like a Shark's Tail. One was like Boaters Beach Ale. There was a okay. Pilsner. There was a. Even though there's rad- no shark. In yeah, there was a Pilsner. Summer. There was a Raspberry. We I wouldn't be surprised if someone dropped like a baby shark, 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 into Stop. like one that they tried to get rid of into the um into the uh, lake because someone uh someone put a piranha in there. What? So, really? Yeah, like released a pet piranha. Like that is a hundred percent known fact, and it, it's very unlikely to, that it survived because it would yeah. have bitten somebody by now. But um, there are musky in there, so because they they load the lake with bass every year, and the fish come over as half of them are pregnant and shit. You don't know what's mixed in there and what's not. So people were catching big at the musky are gonna survive the winter, and they're gonna be gigantic in the summertime. It's gonna be funny to see because somebody's gonna get bit by musky in the next five years. In this oh, I'm lake. not going in the lake now. And then they'll just have a fish. They'll they'll have a fish off for it, and they'll they'll kill all the musky out. But because it's a small enough lake where you can do that, the crazy thing is they can't dredge it. Like it just keeps getting more and more shallow because like the sediment keeps getting churned up because it's a motor lake. So um, they can't dredge it because if they dredge it, it'll they'll have to have a cop on there, which would ruin the whole thing. Yeah, it would not be fun. Yeah, because it's too small to like hide. The cop would be given everyone tickets it would be oh, ridiculous yeah. okay so um dude anyway the the four beers there was a raspberry wheat there was a boaters beach pilsner there's this one the Oktoberfest, and then there's like a red irish ale so they were all pretty good the yeah. raspberry wheat one was the best it was pretty yeah. dope but it was cool just, just to 
I'm not one for fruit and beer. It's not like, like summer it's not shandy's over, not it's bad. Not overkill raspberry, like it's still a beer, and it just has like a citrusy overtone. Uh, I didn't How know that. That sounds. I just found out because I accidentally drove by. I didn't know that there was a brew kettle in Hudson now. Yeah, I went there for dinner. Yeah, is it all right? any good? I mean, the food's just bar food. I mean, there it's, just, it's a love, cool little bar atmosphere. It's nothing special. I love White Raja. That's a really good idea. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I got. That's but, who. That must be their most popular because the guy that I met there oh, for, for sure. dinner was uh, absolutely. He was like, "Yeah, get the White Raja," and I was like, "All right." Yeah, but yeah, it was really good. So, welcome everyone to the Living Room Chronicles. We had a pretty damn good episode last week. I hope you all tuned in. If not, go back to episode 14 and listen to that one in its entirety. Listen to everything. Yeah, but... um, Tom was great. We appreciate Tom coming on. Thank you to Thomas, big friend of the show. He's going to be back for sure. Eventually. Follow us on at TLRCPod on Twitter and Instagram right now. Um, Subscribe and... Please share us on your story if you could. And, uh, yeah, we try to post random funny stuff that we see, stuff we see around Cleveland. But it is Spence, Bibbs, and Ralphie on the mic, on the ones and twos. So what are we about to talk about today, Ed, gentlemen? There's a lot going on in the sporting world. So well, we could bring up... Fair that. warning... If you aren't into sports, you might want to fast forward, but we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get through it. Yeah, well, we could talk. <laughs> an Apple Apple podcast. Oh God, what, the, what the hell did I just say? I don't he know. he I forgot. Saying, to, he, I, was, I was trying to say if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just go in the bottom left hand corner and hit that button twice, and it'll go like two times the speed. Go two times the speed for like the next ten minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll just hear us talking like. Yeah, we'll sound like chipmunks. You'll get a little entertainment out of it, and you won't understand anything we're saying. So yeah, okay. Also, if you're an Apple podcast, this week's episode, rate and review us too. Spencer tries to talk, <laughs> but yeah, no. So, uh, Le'Veon Bell is officially going to be a, a free agent. The yeah. Steelers are imploding, yeah. and I love it, dude. But you know what the worst part is about the Steelers, and I hate to admit it. Somehow, they're going to find a way to be competitive still. It's just their offense. They still have Big Ben. You still got Juju Smith-Schuster. James Conner proved that he could be a viable asset in this league. So, I mean, I hate to say it. Somehow, the Steelers will be competitive next year, I bet. No, I don't think so. They're imploding, man. I mean, I, mean, they... I like that the their top players are going to be gone, but... Mm-hmm. And Juju Smith-Schuster is getting all this hype. All of this hype, man. You are a completely different receiver if you take away Antonio Brown from the field. Oh, I'm he not... is one of the greatest of all time I'm... and demands a double team everywhere he goes. Juju is going up against single coverage the entire year. Juju isn't as good as advertised, man. People are trying to hype him up and give him the respect he deserves because he had a Pro Bowl season, whatever. No, dude. You were opposite Antonio Brown, and without him, you were about to be fucked mm-hmm. so like the Steelers imploding is the greatest it's like the karma that's been waiting for them for the longest because their fans they haven't won shit since 2010 and their fans are running around here acting like they're the greatest team that's ever played yeah what'd you do with the best running back the best receiver, receiver and big ben the second best running back on your bench like, you drafted a great running back, got so lucky with that. Like, you still had a Pro Bowl running back, even without Le'Veon Bell. 
and you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. What are you doing? Mike Tomlin, what are you the doing? They said it'd be the last game that didn't help. They I thought to he win. said himself. Well, they needed to win. They just and then they said it was or big designation for code on but the sideline. I like the fact that the AFC North is for the taking. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Steelers are imploding. The Bengals just got a um, brand new head coach, first year head coach. Doesn't know exactly who his defensive coordinator is going to be. Um. Yeah, AJ Green was been Baltimore, hurt all year. Baltimore is nice, but Baltimore is going to regret Lamar trading Jackson, Flacco, bro. Lamar, They're yeah, regret that's that what I was, shit. That's what I was getting ready to get into. Lamar Jackson, he's a, um, he's a, just a hazard at quarterback in terms of ball security, and I just he's the next RG three, I think, yeah, in all just, actuality. I mean, he's able to protect his body more because he's he's got a bigger frame. He's more bulkier than him in RG three, mm-hmm. but when push comes to shove, after just seeing him play the browns like that second browns ravens game in baltimore at the end of the season like you could tell like he's only a couple big hits away from really getting fucked up and like really regretting to you know lowering his shoulder and going because like i mean when you're such a valuable position and you got rid of your backup i mean they got to go after a free agent i just think that Eventually, I like RG3. Teams are going to figure him out, too. He's not going to be running for 100-plus yards. Yeah. Well, the Chargers game. did it to him the last game of the season when they were the, the playoffs. Most, they were the most talked about team yeah. going into the playoffs. They were the hottest team in the league, blah, blah, blah. And then they got spanked by the Chargers, who then went on to get spanked in the next round. So yeah. I think that he's already figured out. And it's they're never been sustainable in the entire history of the NFL to carry the ball 17 times as a quarterback. It was yeah. a gimmick to get them through the end of the season, and the fact that they're willing to mortgage their future on Lamar Jackson is comical to me. Well, I mean, I think they mortgaged their future on Lamar when they drafted him in the first round this year. Yeah, yeah. but I think also they know that getting rid of Joe, okay, we know Joe Flacco isn't the answer. We got to see if Lamar Jackson's the answer, and then if he's not, we'll have a losing season, and we'll have to draft another one. Dude, Joe Flacco. I think that's where they're at. Fly. Yeah, but I, I just think when push comes to shove, they just are going for their the. He's a freak of fucking nature when it comes to being Lamar just Jackson. Open. Yeah, yeah, he is just like. But I mean, he, in a, he can, I mean, if I, he can learn how to, if he can learn how to throw thirty times a game, he'll be a problem. Just he needs accurately. to watch Cam. If he could start playing like Cam, because Cam runs the ball a lot. Did you hear how it came out that Cam like had shoulder problems and couldn't throw the ball past thirty yards? I'm sure he does. That's why. I'm sure um, he does, dude. Yeah, there were secondaries that knew that, and that's why he, you know, they were so easy to play against. Yeah, he was super ineffective. Yeah. Well, they got McCaffrey, so he only needs to throw little ten yard passes. Yeah, McCaffrey's so good. He's gonna be a legend. He's a great player, man. I underestimated him. I, re- I didn't really I did think too. he was going to do anything. I thought he was going to be a huge bust. Because really he's white. Did. No, no, not, because no, he's not white. at all. Low no. key. No, just because. No, he's small. I didn't think he's he was going to translate dude. into the, like an NFL yeah. player. And maybe he would be someone like a Peyton Hillis where he's a flash in the pan kind of guy. But, I mean, I think he's going to be a relevant name for years to come. I mean, he, he's got a yeah. – an, yeah, like he's able to take control of a game like what Bibbin said. Like ten yard, 
you know, fucking check downs at a yeah. time. And I think this year, too, he proved that he could be a viable running back between yeah, the tackles. More touches. Well, scary, yeah. They don't have a number one receiver. Yeah. No, they really don't. Like, That's what I think. They're... Imagine if they were to get an AB. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of teams, though, that you can say that they need a number one wideout, and everybody is coveting AB and coveting um, Odell Beckham. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that. Um, a primary wide receiver being like a stud is like a key to winning. Like Julian Edelman was the Super Bowl MVP, and not like uh, he wouldn't be a number one on any other on many other teams. Like maybe that's being disrespectful of Julian Edelman. No, I mean, but you can't tell me that that like playing with Tom Brady didn't develop him into the guy he is. Playing for the Patriots, Patriots, yeah, not necessarily. And under being under Bill, being in that system. But I've also said, I mean, and what we learned a couple weeks ago, Ernie. I don't know. Shout if, out to Ernie. I don't yeah, remember if it was show. if it was you or if it was uh, it was Kev who said they said like his rookie year he followed Brady and did whatever Brady needed any like any he was like a puppy just followed Tom Brady around got him coffee got Ooh, him, Edelman did yeah got him towels anything yeah I would too watched film look, look watched film him. with him broke down film all that yeah. never left his side they said look where it got him that's genius yeah. Obviously, uh, yeah, just like Spencer said, look where it got him. It yeah. proves that. So I bet it's probably some convoluted thing where Belichick told Edelman to do that because he was a backup quarterback. So he's like, just in case anything ever happens. Just, I mean, he uh, probably is Tom. their emergency quarterback. Oh yeah, he would. He, I think he's ran the offense a few times. He lines know. up at quarterback every now and then. I mean, we didn't see it in the playoffs, but we didn't need to. Yeah, yeah, that was Tom was playing too good. I can't believe they won another one, dude. Just, I still, I'm still I in disbelief. Like I said, I man, Belichick, never, won. Never. Belichick won that Baker game. Baker Mayfield dethroned Tom Brady. If you can hear me, Baker, dethrone him. Baker will. Just like dethrone Spencer said, him. it's a little bit of foreshadowing in the NFL. I'm telling you, dude, it, it is. The NFL is I've heard a lot of stories just about the popularity of Baker already amongst NFL players. Is insane. Oh, no, I was yeah. just talking about solely about that. I just think the popularity of Baker yeah. in general. Like, he's all – like, I – I'll go out at work. They normally have ESPN on, and I'll and normally it's NFL lives at one two o'clock range. Mm-hmm. I'll walk out there, and so, most more than ugh, excuse me, more times than not, they're talking about the Browns and Baker in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I've seen them talk about the Browns a lot more this off season than any off season before. Yeah, and it's because of it's because of Dorsey really. He's created a powerful he's roster. Not afraid, he's not afraid to to have the circus show that is the media. Yeah. He's, uh, they signed a wide receiver today. You see yeah, that? They yeah. signed Jalen Strong. Jalen Strong. Where did he play? He uh, played in Jacksonville, at, and then he was a University of Texas wide receiver. Well, he played it in Houston, Houston uh, last. Texas. Yeah. yeah. He was a third-round pick, 70th. Out of Tom's Arizona gonna State. Buy, Tom's going to buy his jersey. He won't make, he won't <laughs> Texas make it past Tom's, training camp. Texas Tom's well, yeah, he's coming jersey. off of an ACL yeah, tear. He ain't so. going to make it past training camp. I think camp. they're really going to still give uh, Perriman a shot, too, this year, because he played well. Yeah. And him and Baker started to get a connection. Yeah, and he's cheap. We signed. So he's I mean, like yeah. A, so a lot of people are thinking that we're gonna bring in a big wide receiver, but That's I don't really think that they are. I don't think it's are. necessary. The top yeah. teams don't have them. Perryman and Higgins. Beatles. If Perryman and Higgins just can pay off that, with Juice Landry, I mean, maybe they get a wide receiver like in the third or fourth round. But 
Just wait on what you just said, though, Meyer, about that. Because I, I have a feeling that if everything works out and that the Giants get Dwayne Haskins, they're going to be a fucking beast next the year. The Giants? Yes. But their defense is terrible. Yeah, Dude, you can fix your defense in free agency if you get Dwayne Haskins in the draft and it works out where you have Saquon, Dwayne Haskins, and fucking OBJ all healthy on yeah. the field at the same time. But that's, on paper, it's nasty. I don't think – I'm not guaranteeing results, but I just think that I don't, in my personal I mean, opinion, I think it would be good. I'm not sold that if you get Haskins – Skins, he doesn't sit the whole year behind Eli. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Eli's Eli is sitting if he's uh, if he's playing next year. I, I just think it's going to be a situation very similar to the Browns, in which there very much will be that possibility he sits behind Eli, but yeah. then something happens where they're like, okay, we need to just move on. That's a super hot take, but I like you it. See, but you see what happened with Baker. He was able to set the rookie touchdown record without starting the entire season, and so that, that if, gives teams – no, I'm, I'm like, kind of giving you guys credit. That gives teams the ability to be like, okay, like, chill. We don't need to throw you on the field right away for you to kind of mature into a starting caliber quarterback. Yeah. And so it's it's one of those things where they may, you know, follow that Baker blueprint. But it, when push comes to shove, I don't think anyone's built like Baker. No. Like, he's got a chip on his shoulder with all thanks to Cliff Kingsbury. Or, sorry. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury, right? He was one yeah. That, that Cliff Kingsbury him fucked him Tech. over yeah. Texas Tech. Yeah. And then... So it's one of those things where I, I just think Dwayne Haskins, if if the Giants get him, they're gonna be nice next year. Well, another thing they need to uh, get a, another uh, offensive lineman. Their offensive line was terrible. That's Ooh, part the of Giants? the Giants. Yeah, that's part of the problem with Eli was that he just he had no. I think he uh, led the league in like fewest seconds in the pocket before being hit or disturbed <coughs> disturbed as they say you alright there buddy yeah, you just all sorts of sick over there coughing got your snot rockets yeah, just have your uh, just have a little sip of your beer there drinking beer your ox chores fest whatever the fuck it's called you talking shit dude you're just fully <laughs> embraced in the lifestyle of the Shores, Ralph. I am, yeah. man. I'm a low. I'm a Bought town. A man, dude. I'm a townie, man. Yeah, I'm a right. townie. It's like as soon as you signed the dotted line on your house, like you bought a pair of Sperry's and. Hey, man, don't knock Sperry's. I got Bro, pairs still, of Sperry's. I was gonna say boat shoes, but I wanted to be. Specific. Bibbins more. Bibbins more boat life than I am, dude. The way he dresses in the summer. I like. I well, like no, to wear Bivens, my Sperry's. frat life. Yeah, and he is. Hundred percent. That boat life. You don't even. Dude, don't bo- even look at me like about, that. Can we talk about? Can we talk about summer boating right now? Because I need a little piece of summer in my life with this oh, weather yeah, that's been going those, on. I miss the fucking. Summer. I know Spencer has a boat. I was gonna say not summer down at Christie's Cabaret either. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's not a real stripper. I don't know. I. I would bet that there probably is a summer working at Christie's Cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> or one of the strip clubs. Dude, Anyways. Just uh just being out on the water, man, and I saw this uh little though have you seen like going through Costco or Sam's Club, which is a whole conversation in itself. I Costco. Love Costco. All right, that's the new fucking question. We're posing that question right now. Are you Costco or are you Sam's Club? Um uh, I guess Sam's Club, because that's my parents have a membership there. That's the only reason. I'm not a okay. big. I don't really go to those. And I have a membership to Costco. All right, Spencer, you struck me as a Costco member. 
and then I'm a Sam's Club member. So I haven't converted to Costco yet, but I heard it's the new wave, dude. $4 rotisserie chickens all day, every day, bro. You know, they start, so Costco, fun fact, they, this is the business nerd coming out of me, but they have $20 million a year allocated to be a loss because they sell their chickens for $4 a pop. So because they take a loss every year of $20 million from those $4 rotisserie chickens that are fresh every day, what they do did is they are starting their own free range chicken farm to fucking harvest their own chickens because they are taking so to like smart. mitigate the loss. And they're doing free range, which really helps them out too with mm-hmm. a lot of people. So yeah, I want my chicken to be free before Dude, you chop you, it man. up. And I don't care roast how it. I don't care how much I don't care how many steroids you pump into it. Just let it run around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. The no. samples at Costco are better. The food, the choices they have, at people Costco buy are clothes better. from Costco. I've honestly never been a, in Everything a Costco. Everything at Costco in every way, shape, or form is cleaner. These better, are all red. Are we all too everything, loud? Possibly, but don't at me on that. I don't know. Yeah, Man, you they're... can turn us down a little bit if you want to. But yeah, dude. Like I went there the day before the Super Bowl. Um, they were selling. They were sampling little mini chicken tacos. Housed like ten of them bitches. Yeah. They, they don't care. Just go they back just let you. They don't have. Box. They you're don't telling care. me they don't have a limit on your samples? No. No. It's I mean, unlimited. I'm samples. sure a manager would eventually come around and be like, "Yo, dude, you gotta leave." But mm. do they have samples every day? Is it just like? Yes, it's every day. Yeah, you and may sometimes, see more sometimes Sam's Club, st- Sam's Club is like slipping on the, on the samples. It's like it's like Costco was like, "Yo, Sam's Club had a really good idea, and we're about to take it." I was gonna say, dude, because I was at, I did all the shopping for our Pudding Bay trip uh, last summer at Sam's Club, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I was there on a Friday afternoon, and that one sample lady out yeah so i'm saying bro dude costco maybe during the week there's like two sample people out mm-hmm. but oh i'm sure during on the weekends, the weekends like aisle. on a sunday oh man dude and all right so they have these crab legs because i have to say this because megan will get irritated with me if i don't shout them out these crab legs at costco bro when i tell you they are the size of your fucking arm like king Ralph, crab legs yes they are i love crab they're legs. like a hundred bucks like basically for uh, not one, but probably for like two or three of them, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But, bro, I had just one of them on New Year's Eve when I was down in Winchester. And I house at least two or three pounds of crab legs when I go out by myself. Yeah. I could only eat one leg mm-hmm. and nothing else. <clears throat> like, it, it, it was <clears throat> Costco so or Sam's all day. Yeah. All right. I love That's a pretty strong case that... that- Dude, it's just, just better presented. fresh. So everybody, fresh we'll food. put we'll put a poll up this week. Telling Sam's Club you. versus Costco. Um, feel free to respond to the poll as to why. If you you have to fight your case, but um, the reason I brought that up is because you know those big inflatable like oh water yeah, I've floaties. always wanted to get one. Oh, those yeah. are the new wave that everybody's getting because it's almost like all of a sudden you have a boat now even if you don't have a boat yeah. you just well, that's get what, one of those that's well because you can attach them yeah so like imagine if like you're chilling and we saw like jet or whatever mm-hmm. on the lake and he had one yeah and then all of a sudden like you're eight person to just big turn flamingos into a 16 person and, like, like unicorns you know and dragons yeah, dude, were the wave last year yeah, and oh, they got yeah. like built-in coolers and yeah. shit like to keep I your saw, beer cold they got i saw one that's literally the size of a 20 foot speedboat bow rider and it's just Jeez. it looks like a boat like here 
They have that's floating wild. beer pong too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little great. bit different though. That's floating for like beer a pong is weird. Yeah. Dude, floating you can beer put that in the lake on the beach. Well, I mean, when we were down in what North Carolina, when we uh, were doing beer pong with Jess and her. Yeah, in Oak Island in yeah, or Oak Ocean Island. Isle. Whatever it was. Either or. We went yeah. to both, yeah. But um, it's just weird playing beer pong in the water. It is a little oh, bit. Oh, that is super dope. Yeah, what? You see that like, shit? it's a full It's boat. got like a pool in the middle of it. It's showing me the wrong one. I'll go back. Click the one next to it. Nah, that's, that's cool. Dude, that's a fucking inflatable boat. Oh, my yeah. God. So it's like literally the size of... It is the size of a boat. Yeah, it's the size of my brother-in-law's boat, and it's just a big. I pulled a prank on my sister, and I like sent her this picture, and I was like, "Hey, just bought a boat," and she like (laughs) glanced at her phone, and she responded like, "Oh my god, no way!" (laughs) And then she saw it was a she saw it was a floaty, and she why isn't there a fake steering wheel? Yeah, there really should be. They slipped on that, but it's just cool. It was a cool idea for them to make that this is up. Well, just dope. think if like you had like ten of those mm-hmm. and you just tied them off all on the side like you would if you were out on the lake with ten yeah. other friends with real boats. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be a lot of fun to do that. Yeah, but I mean, it's way cooler to have a real boat. Yeah, of yeah. course. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. But Dude, I what if you, you're gonna see those on the lake this summer? Oh, hundred percent. There's gonna yeah. be like four of them. What if you had that attached to your uh, your but boat? But that's because Costco and, then... and places like that just have them now because they were such a big trend last year. Like the bigger, the better. Honestly. Now let me ask you this: Why the hell doesn't Aurora Shores have a public rope swing? Because they lake. don't want to be liable. Because the one thing that keeps that. this, the one thing that keeps this lake the way it is and super private and not monitored by police is because no one's ever died. True. So, because I the like, less dangerous they make it, the better. Like people, if you go, because on this lake it's like a rule because it's so small, you have to go the same way and shit. Like if you break the rules on the lake, people done freak so. out. Yeah. And rightfully so because it's like a very cool, unique situation that's been going on for like forty years. And if someone does something stupid, they could ruin it for everybody. Yeah, because I was uh, driving through the access or using that access road in the back. And uh, you, like, happen to, like, look on the right because, like, you know, there's some nice houses to look at. Yeah. And there's, like, a house that had, like, a you know, a trampoline, a water slide, a fucking rope swing. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, that'd be my crib if I lived on yeah, the lake. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I remember growing up and going to Stephanie Shebeck's lake a couple of times when we were in high school, like, hanging out, like, whether it was for a long weekend or just going, you know, for whatever. And... It was fun to like, kind of like go away at the lake. So I mean, mm-hmm. living at a lake would be kind of different, yeah. I guess. It's it's cool. I mean, just the I'm a little butthurt that my, the boat's not right in my backyard <laughs> this year. Like I was definitely making the most of that when it was docked. Like yes, you did. Thirty yeah. feet away. Hell yeah, we did. So now that it's at my sister's house, I'm a little upset. But I'm I'm gonna end up moving to the west side of Cleveland but, next year anyway. Dude, I yeah. was talking with Trey and. We uh, we you just gotta get a golf cart. Oh yeah, just what, whip, no, you and, know what I'm gonna do? Just whip a golf cart over to your sister's house. I'm gonna house get one of those of... mini like sixty dollar ATVs that Bobon was riding around. Oh, the electric <laughs> joints. Yeah, yeah, those miniature like sixty dollar yeah. freaking. Just get one so that ATVs. way. Because like having to get in your car, because then it's like yeah, we you dock the boat when it's all said and done, and yeah. you gotta get back in your car. Nah, you just get a golf cart, dude. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's the lake life. Yeah. You know you made it when you got the golf cart. Yeah, but I ain't about does to spend anybody have, bucks on a golf does cart. Does anybody even have golf carts Corey's right here? Corey's dad has a golf cart. 
a badass golf Billy Wood. Asha people have golf carts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because, like you guys said, they live for sun. They're the weekend warriors. They yeah. live for Sunday fun day. So traveling back and forth from I the, hate those Monday hangovers though, yeah, man. Like, I got too much. I got too much shit to do to be that hungover. So I just chill out. Enjoy the sun and go to bed early. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to be getting all wasted like that. Well, dude, I remember like just specifically being on the boat with like Rich and Emmy. That and was the you that was Mike the most the fucked time. up day. Yeah, like, like, that I, ever I mean, got I, on the I didn't. You don't realize how fast you just get wasted on a boat. And I remember when I mean we. I have a the boat sun as beating well. Down on you. Yeah. Um. My boat's way different than yours. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, a pontoon? You, no, it's just like a twenty-eight foot. Like you know, it's got like an aft cabin. It sleeps eight people. You know what I mean? It's it's got like the like the little living room yeah, set up. Real, it's a real it's, big boat. Yeah, like it's like, a lake boat. You wouldn't oh, they wouldn't allow my boat in a roller. Oh, yeah. no, it's way too, too big. big. Way too big. It's dope. And yeah, Bibbin's been on it. But dude, we used to have a jet ski too beforehand, a brand new Polaris jet ski. And you want to talk about you throw a jet ski into that equation, and you somehow get drunk quicker. And wake up with a worse hangover and whiplash like a motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I just remember being stupid and young and like guy I'd call Geither up and I'd be like, Yo, what are you doing? He's like, Nothing. I'd be like, You wanna go, you know, whip the jet skier out at Cedar Point? And he's like, Yeah. All right, so we drive out to Sandusky, and we would literally go because there's a, a starter key and an expert key. You had to ride mm-hmm. ten hours on the engine with the starter key before you could do the expert key. Dude, as soon as you can go to the expert key, it would go from going 35 miles an hour to 65 miles an hour. Yeah. Going 65 miles an hour on the water is like, well, you know, you have yeah. a boat. It's fast as fuck. Yeah. And Guyther and I would just jump off the jet ski going 65 miles an hour. Like, we were just being stupid. We were like, yeah, let's do it. Just jump off. Dude, the first, my neighbor growing up got a jet ski. How bad would that hurt? Oh, oh, it hurts. A lot. I mean, because at, at first you don't, like, realize what you do. I mean, you try and go feet yeah. first, but there's sometimes it don't work out. Or I you would just never, start moving like, so I, fast that you just smack and hit I the water. I had a jet ski. My parents had one my whole life, and I would never do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would never even – I hate – dude, lakes, like, low-key scare me because the water's so murky. I hate – like, sometimes I, I get freaked out when I'm in the water because I'm like – Oh, yeah. Especially I that, if something yeah. touches my foot or something, I freak out. I, I know freaked, I'm not yeah. about to get eaten, but I'm just like, ah. I'm like that at Cedar Point, like in Lake Erie. But mm-hmm. Aurora Shores, I'm cool with. I just get more scared that someone's blacked out, drunk, and they're going to run me over with their boat. Yeah. In, in Aurora Shores. But mm-hmm. in Lake Erie, if valid, I like – Valid, valid uh, thought. Yeah. Even, even if I anchor our boat in the bay, like in an enclosed area, I'm still nervous that in Lake Erie that something is going to like bite me or do something. I'm just like, mm-hmm. no, fuck that. I'm like terrified. I'm like, no. But – I yeah I loved having a boat growing up. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot. It made summer a lot more tolerable in Ohio because there's after they closed down um, Six Flags by us, man. There really wasn't anything. No, yeah. dude, I love Six Flags. That was the shit. Riding you your bike over Six Flags, time. dude. I would ride my bike there. It is pretty far bike ride. You rode but... your bike there? Yeah, yeah, well, dude, I would because my right parents the, wouldn't. Yeah. My parents wouldn't be home in the summertime. All my friends would be going, and I'd have a season pass. And I'm like, I got to get there somehow. So oh, I'd we ride found my bike a way over somehow there. to get. Dude, just literally think about it. Ride. It's like a straight line up Glenwood. Yeah. If you're cutting through this back road, you cut through. You're basically at the mm-hmm. hotel. It's just the hill you have right to get there. up, which sucks balls. Yeah. yeah. 
it's just the crazy part was is like you never we never realized what what it was like when we were younger it was like mm-hmm. oh it's an amusement park it was the largest like, amusement park in the world well when it was when it was sea world combined with yeah i mean that was the best time ever yeah yeah it was awesome i could go see shamu dolphins aquarium well that was the batman jet ski polar bears the batman jet ski and water ski yeah the aquarium was dope the x flight rides they had a water little water park all that stuff dude i just i had to tell my boss about it like he's from detroit and i was like i said something about like oh yeah like uh sea world ohio he's like what and I'm just like, oh, dude. I'm like, dude. I'm like, fuck. I forgot you're not and like you didn't grow up here. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, there was uh, there's this lake called Jago Lake, and I was like, one side was Sea World, and the other side was Jago Lake Amusement Park. And then they Six Flags ended up buying them. He's like, I never knew that. That's yeah. dope. I'm like, yeah. Now it's just a fucking ghost town. And then Cedar Point bought them, and then turned, their Cedar Fair did. Well, and then, and they, then they sold. They all just the rides. gutted. Yeah, they closed and the amusement park. The well, park. what they did is they bought the competition. Yeah. And then they eliminated it. Yeah. And they were they, like, yeah, you're going to have to drive to our shit now. Which was kind of weird because... Which is fine. It's a boss-ass business move, yeah. man. But they were smart with how they did. They allocated the rides. Like, instead of going to the, all of their premier, like, taking their premier rides and putting it in one park like Cedar Point, they, like, sent them out into, like, different states. I like, don't think they put one of those rides no. at Cedar Point. No, not at all. No. One no. of their uh, a couple of them saying, are in though. Kings Island. Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying though. You think that that's like, where Cedar we should Fair, go? Kings I'm, Island. Yeah, that I've is never a lot been to Kings Island. I have. Kings Island is cool. Down in Cincinnati. Yeah. I was down in Kings Island, Cincinnati, and also in Virginia Beach. There's that a Kings fun. Island there. Yeah. Or maybe it's not. No, Kings that's Island. Bush, no, Bush Gardens. Gardens. Yeah, yeah I've bad, been to Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens was dope. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. Going around the world, yeah. down there drinking. Well, yeah. I, was I wasn't old enough to drink. To yeah, Gardens. I w- I went when I was like I just probably like ten, and then I went in high school. We went for a choir trip one year there. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. My uh, my, one of my best friends, Jared, he was dating a girl who lived in Virginia Beach. So when we would go down there and hang out, like one day, we would always make sure we'd either go to the zoo or do some shit like that. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah, but dude, I I I really do miss that amusement park. Yeah. yeah, like telling people like you grew up with a, an amusement park ten minutes away from your house. I had the the, the Batman ride itself. Oh. oh, was the best. Superman was like the first I used of to its be kind. Terrified of the Superman ride yeah. because like there was that one where second stopped. where it stopped, and I was like, "Fuck, dude!" At Batman, it. they'd be like, "America's." largest floorless roller coaster yeah oh, dude, no the longest like, longest like, yeah yeah the floor would like fold down and out you're like yo this is sick yeah, yeah. Dude, and you're just floating that was a good ride the villain mm-hmm. the villain was a good wooden coaster yeah the big dipper would crack your back and oh send yeah you to dude the that was the oldest coaster like, there dude that was like that was like from yeah. the original park mm-hmm. that was one of the first i ever rode and then they had a, did you ever ride the Texas Tornado there? Yeah, the Texas Twister. That was Twister. awesome. And then, or, yeah, uh, the Twister, yeah. The, 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 like, Rapids ride was pretty cool, the water ride. Water oh, rides. yeah, yeah, Grizzly oh, Rapids yeah. or something shit like that. White, there was that white roller coaster uh, in that back corner. Raging, uh, Raging Wolf, Wolf Bob. Yes. Yeah, Raging oh, Wolf Bob, man, dude. Uh, 
What I'm was the Raft Canyon ride that you're talking? We had all the waterfalls mm-hmm. and everything. I think that, you- that was Raging Wolf Bob. Wasn't no, it? Raging no, Wolf no, Bob was, was the white. It was some gr- some grizzly run or some yeah, shit yeah, like that. Run, that's what it was. Called. Uh, yeah. What was the one where your feet dangled? What was, that it? was Batman? No, 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 no. Like where the track was above your head. X flight. No, 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 no. X flight's where you were flying. I'm talking about like like the you know Raptor. How you sit? Mantis or whatever. No, 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 no. No, you only said like that with Superman. I thought. No, there was no. Oh, there was, was another like one. Green. It was right next to Batman. It was it. There was it, it went by like three different names. Yeah, I never it to like a superhero name. I never wrote it because they put up like bumper pads between your head and your head just fucking bounced back and forth all oh, these yeah, things that's all the right. time. You'd have to like lean. They would tell you to like cock your head and lean it and like basically hold it to the left. Dude, or right. no, it was terrible. Oh man. Um, I forget what they called it, but good times. Thunderhawk. That was the last name of it. Oh, and the Mind Eraser? Yeah. That was a great ride. That was yeah, like one of the first of its kind, too, it where it went forwards and backwards. Yeah, dude. Man. Beaverland Mine Ride. I remember that one. Good times, man. Yeah, The dude. Serial Thriller is what it was called. The that's originally, the yeah. Serial yeah. Thriller. Yes. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's Thund- so dope. This roller coaster first oh. debuted in 1998 as Serial Thriller at Geauga Lake in Ohio. Yeah. It was renamed to Thunderhawk in 2004. Dude, and then the double loop, it. of course. How did we forget that oh, yeah, one? That was the very first that was my, ride I ever went Yeah, that was my first roller coaster, too, yeah, dude. I was like, terrified. Yeah, eight years old. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go upside down twice? What? Yeah. That was a great ride. Here's Man. Texas Twister. It's in California. Oh, it's in California now. That's wild. What's Dude, where's uh, the Thunderhawk at a now? Road trip to every single theme park that these rides are on that we grew up riding. I'm pretty sure X Flight's in Kings Island, and we should ride them. This dude. uh... The Texas Twister was the first one of its kind. That's pretty really? cool. Like we had the coolest shit over here, dude. That's fucking. Dope. And the coolest part was is if Superman. Where is this bitch at? It's if, called Possessed now. Yeah. Where's the where's Batman Superman? at? Yeah, where's Batman? But like the dope part is, is if you went with people who didn't like roller coasters, you could be like, all right, as long as you had like a gang uh-huh. of four or five, you could be like, all right, you guys go do the aquarium or go see a show, like a water show, and we're gonna just stay and ride roller coasters, dude. Go yeah. play games. That was the best part. I like the games there. You know, it's funny. We would always, uh, whenever I would go, when I was like uh, twelve and thirteen. We'd always like get a stamp on our hand and go to the KFC across the street, and then go to the Odyssey, get fake cigarettes, and just walk around the park and puff those, dude. It's the, just the looks we would get from parents. Dude. Oh, like, are you talking about like, those cigarettes where you would blow into? Yeah, it, you would blow into it, and the out. smoke would come yeah. out, dude. I got so many parents come up to me. Excuse me, what are you doing with that? What are you talking about? It's fake. Like, oh. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude, I just remember pulling up and they had like that iconic. Uh, older building with the blue roof yep yeah and the arches and it was white arches with like the brown tile face to oh dude dude i just miss it i do i miss sea world too man like my parents got us uh season passes of sea world when we were like yeah dude six. i had season yeah we had season passes to all three of them and we'd when, go yeah. oh like my, my parents said like we would just go we'd go like at night and just go see the night shows before, like on Sat- Friday or Saturdays was if the we Bat- didn't have anything the to do. Show. Oh, that one was awesome! Yeah. Right on the Batman's water, the stunt in show. Kings Dominion in Virginia. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, dude, yeah, I know exactly. I've probably been on that one. That's down in um, Virginia Beach. Damn. 
damn, look how gangster it used to look, too. It, like, hung off yeah. the side. Dude, was that's so, not the one in Jug Lake, is that's it? What it? That's what the entrance looked like back that's in the day. That's a pixelized... That's yeah, a, it's that, not the picture, but it's, like, a drawing yeah. of what it looks like. Yeah, right on the water there, too. Yeah, Dude, that was, was so the best cool. ride, man. I rode... That's real. No, no that's not. not. That's the with serial thriller next to it. Dude, Jug Lake was Good awesome, times. man. I wish somebody would do something with it. Yeah. Or no, just, that's where the new um, isn't that where the Amazon uh, factory's going over there? Oh, is it? Because I, I know, know that uh, no, the, the water park is open over there. No, it's not. They just oh, closed, they closed that a couple again. summers ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe There's a that's bunch of where empty it hotels and stuff back Dude, there. Dude, that had so much potential. Oh, no, that hotel over there. And just would have scooped that up when they closed it in the beginning. The one you hotel just that can't was over there. With Cedar Point, it's the no. largest roll. It's the largest, like America's largest roller coaster. America's, America's, America's rock and roller, roller coaster. I gotta. We gotta go this summer. Carly's never been there. Oh, we will. Yeah. Megan's What's your favorite ride at Cedar Point? Oh, Millennium dude, Force. I've been going up to Cedar Point since I was like seven years old. Millennium Force family. is dude. the best ride there. Yeah, man, that's such a hard question. Millennium Force is is fun because it was once the tallest and fastest roller coaster, but it's an actual roller coaster. It's not yeah. like a top throw dragster where it's like I'm waiting in line for two and a half hours to go up and down in six six. Yeah, dragster is cool like, just to be up that high. It's but... fun to say yeah, went 135 whatever miles an hour and zero. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy to sit there and all of a sudden you just shoot and you're like oh shit and then like i've mm. been on the train before where it didn't make it over the hill really? yeah and it go and it's gone backwards and that's the most terrifying thing ever but what, i mean on the dragster yeah yeah i've been on it too yeah it's terrifying yeah, that's but solid. i mean they that, just literally that shit ain't worth shoot you those ones ain't worth the four hour wait no. my, favorite, my favorite one's like the third tallest one i forget what it's called oh but magnum yeah you can yeah, get magnum's on, yeah. great you can get on magnum like four times yeah in, like well that was the original hour. tallest roller coaster in the yeah, world yeah and that's why yeah. i'm like dude yeah. this thing's fine this thing's that way thing's cooler. only 200 feet but tall. millennium force um, is fucking badass millennium uh, force to me is way scarier than if the you've dragster. been on like maverick and stuff maverick's like that. Yeah. great ones yeah i haven't been on x flight i just can't no, no, no. What's that? Uh, I can never rationalize yeah. waiting the five or six hours. I'm like, I'm just going to yeah. hit as many coasters as I can in like seven hours, and yeah. I'm not waiting like the four hours. See, for, well, for those rides, you got to do those like as soon as you get there. No, yeah. what, or, what we need to do one day is you, you just need to either take a day off. Well, you would need to take a day off work. Now that we're older, now that we're older and have some money, I'm buying the fucking speedy pass and cutting everybody. Like, well, fuck that, you guys. I was going to say either do that or I was going to say you could even just go up on a weekday. Yeah. School is still in session. That would be the best you'll thing. Be fine. You don't need to pay that extra hundred some bucks for that pass and you can just. Yeah. What about the feeling know? after roller coasters? Oh, that love you, it. Like you're in bed and you're like still riding basically. <laughs> As you're falling asleep. Oh, I thought you were talking about like when you get off the roller no, coaster. No, you know after dude. you've been on a roller coaster all day long and you you're in bed that night and your body's like still I'm like, like yeah. kind of rolling with like, it. I, I lose my balance a lot with boats like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I'll yeah, feel dude. like I'm still I get with, seasick like, if I'm on yeah. like on like a lake lake. I get seasick. I the got rocking a little bit. I uh, the first cruise I ever went on when I was like twelve, I got seasick on that. Mm-hmm. But I've never gotten seasick on any of the cruises i've been on like in the past five years you ever see that video on youtube of that the uh white family that's driving that speedboat when the weather conditions change and then all of a sudden like oh yeah and everybody just gets just oh yeah dude that's fucking <laughs> now nuts. that everybody has cameras for everything so much random 
fucked up dude, shit is happening. Dude, that the like, driver just slammed. Yeah, so much down. Can you? Yeah, just that guy gets bodied, man. Everybody does. He no, dude. The driver is the worst one because he literally just. Like he goes wow. from being visible to out of the frame in a flash of the Yeah, camera. here it is, right? Blink of an eye. That one. Yeah, dude. It's it's funny. I just watched this. It was up on YouTube. Look at it. Yeah. Well, first off, why are you why do you gotta be going that fast? Boom! <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, oh in just slow like, motion. No. Well, first, okay, at look, this point look, right here, throttle down, bro. No, you can't, otherwise everybody gets more fucked up. But oh, so that's dude. what fucked everybody up. And then she goes, boom! Hit that girl oh. right in the booty cheek with yeah. her with her face, dude, dude. It's because he fell. That's why the whole boat got fucked up. Well, oh, dude, my. to me though, you why, why are you going that fast when yeah. you start hitting You're that being them a hot bumps? Shot, dude. Yeah, you don't need to be yeah, I can drive that. this in these weather conditions. Wabah! Right? <laughs> yeah. How do you funny. How do you feel now? Oh, yeah. How's that concussion, Billy? Well, he probably been... broke. He probably shattered his face. Dude, well, you had you you, you mentioned it before. You had jet skis. Um, yeah. Have you ever done it before where someone's gotten thrown off of one of yours? Yeah, dude. Like that shit hurts, dude. The <laughs> first. This is funny. This will take you a blast from both your guys. You're, you guys are both friends with her, but when I was dating Jess Zabo, when we were like, oh, I love Jess. <laughs> we were like four. We were like fifteen. I don't even know. We were. I was. Like fourteen, she was fifteen, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I was in eighth grade and she was a freshman. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, she uh, like I let her drive my jet ski one day, and um, she like I I barely knew how to ride it, so she definitely didn't. And she just took a turn, like was going super fast around a turn. And if you do that on a jet ski, eventually you'll catch a wave and you'll just get chucked from the jet ski. Like if you take a big, long, super fast turn, you'll eventually just hit a wave and sideways and then you'll get sent. Oh, yeah. Dude. So we both got launched like 200 yards from our jet ski. Was the uh, key clip too? Oh, yeah. It was okay, dead. Yeah. Like the jet ski's dead, and it's just so far away that we're like hopelessly swimming after this thing. <laughs> and then the rescue boat, like the National Guard, because we were in like we were at like Menor Headlands or okay, something, yeah. like with like the break wall right there yeah. or something like well, that. There's like two. It's like two big big lakes up yeah. there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we we're at Menor Headlands, but we were at like a bay. Oh, we were by Whiskey Island actually. Okay. We were by Whiskey Island, and um, we like crash behind the the break wall and the the coast guard sees us and they had like picked somebody else up too and they asked me like for my license and stuff and i have to tell them that i I, like try and lie and say i didn't have it and i told them like a birth date that was two years older than i actually was oh that's not good yeah but they slapped me with like a 150 dollar reckless op ticket or something like that like on the water but I took the ticket, so like super gentlemanly. First yeah. gentlemanly thing I did, I took the ticket. Like I, I had I had her switch the key over to me, so that way yeah. she like she wouldn't get in trouble. Oh yeah, because she was probably <laughs> freaking out. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember Megan and I went to the Outer Banks this past summer, and um, when we were there, I was like, hey, you know, I've never done it down there before. Um, with anyone, like with my, one of my, you know, anyone. So like, let's go jet skiing in this, in the sound. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm, 
honestly never been the passenger on a jet ski because I've always been driving yeah. my jet ski. I always let my friends drive and shit, yeah. but yeah. Well, oh, I mean like I've always only had I've I've always only had one, so it's like I've always told my parents to buy another one. Yeah. But we've always just shared one, so I'm always a passenger on that thing. Yeah, we had two uh, growing up, two Polaris speeding uh, j- or racing jet skis growing up, and then we yeah. traded both those in with the trailer to just get the one three seater. The new carbon so, fiber like three thousand dollar like Sea-Doo's are mm, pretty sweet. I want to buy one. Yeah, they're like they're like smaller CCs, but they're easier to move around in the water. Oh, they're light stuff. as hell too. Yeah, they're, it, they're sweet and they yeah. run super well. And I'm like. Like, yeah, maybe. But it's kind of a pain in the ass. To, yeah. Like, to be responsible for anything on the water is a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we go jet skiing, and I am trying to, like, you know, tell Megan, like, okay, well, you know, you might want to ease into it, right? Mm-hmm. No, man. This bitch just goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I died. I almost, I legitimately almost pissed myself from laughing so hard <laughs> yeah. on the back of the jet ski because we're hitting, like, we're hitting waves, obviously, but I'm trying to talk to her. But every time it's like, hey, what are you doing? And it's just funny because she's like trying to turn around and say something to me. Oh and I'm just God. like, slow down, please. Yeah. My, my balls are <laughs> jamming. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was awful because I, I couldn't do anything else. But dude, just I can see the pain in your eyes right now. <laughs> it hurt, dude. I'm just flashing back. My eyes are, my face is getting all red and flushed right now, dude. It was funny because I'm just laughing so hard and I'm just like in so much pain. I'm just like, please stop, please stop. And it's just like, dude, that's funny as hell. But it's a, it's always cool to be able to be the boat guy. Like that's a huge thing in life. If you're like with somebody's like parents, like some, one of your friend's parents and you're the person who like just knows how to like tie the boat up to the dock or just even if you don't really know, you just like are ready to help yeah. that's the biggest thing on a boat yeah. is if you're a passenger be ready to help oh my god because there's yeah, so don't many, be that one that so just many aloof there. people that i'm like yo 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 i'm about to run into this dock if you don't do some shit like dude and the one thing is is i remember when my brother would take the boat out with his friends if you helped like doc it would just make everything so much smoother mm-hmm. like yeah. i understand so that. much more calm because it can get yeah. real anxiety dude, it's the most a... stressful thing ever because yeah. it's not like boats are cheap like mm-hmm. and if a big gust of wind comes in people don't realize that like when you're docking if you have a single screw and you're going into a crowded dock you can't just kill it and go you know what yeah I mean? you can't like, kill it and then put in reverse and, yeah like, like you can't start thing. like it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder than it's than it is for a car so it's like if a big gust of wind comes and you've already killed it and you're trying to just coast in mm-hmm. you're fucked yeah. and it's funny because i've been on the boat before where you know fohas has just been like trying to help but we can't it's useless yeah we can't because he's like trying to reach but like you know little arms can't mm-hmm. do anything about it so like there's always like the oh shit pole we to need try to, and grab onto if something. you're listening maddie foe we need you on the podcast bro yeah. To yeah. come up, make man. that shit happen. I know that you're a little, you know, you're enjoying dad life round two. Yeah, I'd like to yeah. interview you about being a dad specifically and how much that sucks. <laughs> oh man, it doesn't suck. <laughs> no, dude, I I would definitely enjoy it, but I enjoy definitely just having a niece right now and having friends that have kids. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, you out, enjoy shout that. Shout out to yeah. uh, kid. Beep out her name again for me, but uh, <laughs> but um. It's young Lucas's birthday, so shout out to young oh, Lucas. Happy birthday! Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, 
dude. She's a huge supporter. We work together and shit. She's dope. Um, she was in uh, my history class growing up in like sixth grade. Did you cheat off of her, dude? Oh, yeah. Her and, her and Sam Warnock. <laughs> That's yeah. funny as hell. Sam, Sam Warnock was over here drunk yeah. the other night. Sam sat in front We're of me. We're going to have to bleep and... out all their government names. Yeah, yeah Sam sat in front of me and uh, Sarah sat next to Sam. So I would just look up over uh, Sarah's shoulder and then look over to the left on, yeah. on uh, Sam's paper. My eyes, you know what? You want to know why I thought I became book smart? Because my eyes are literally so bad. I can't cheat. I can't read your paper legitimately next to me. Yeah. I have to, like, get up and close and, like, focus and, like, be all in your shit to actually cheat. Like, I need to be in your paper, dude. I couldn't tell you how many teachers told me growing up, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. And I understand that they meant it, like, lightheartedly and as a joke, but I took it serious sometimes. Dude, no, I there's cheated. some people who all firmly... All through high school. There's like, some people yeah. who firmly believe that, like, it shows more effort. Like, I'd rather you cheat than just be unattentive. Yeah. Like Because uh, then at least you're being... Ingen- you're using your brain for something, because it's almost more work to figure out how to cheat than it is to actually learn the shit dude i remember in in latin class it was the worst because you can't necessarily like have a conversation in latin it's a dead language Mm -hmm. so like in latin three and in latin four in high school mind you i i only took latin because i needed a foreign language everybody took latin because of stebbins exactly and i was i got in with stebbins when i went on the first italy trip so he was Mm -hmm. like dude honestly sit in the back of the classroom don't make a noise don't be disruptive i'll pass you yeah i'm like okay but at the same time i'm like i'm like all right well i want to try still because i'm like trying to learn i enjoyed that class because he taught me more about other shit like history and just like thinking i had that class with Corey with uh cory osborne and with geither so it was fun uh geither was probably in his element in that oh yeah dude geither and i built um a replica of the circus maximus and stebbins damn near came in his pants when we walked in with it for our last project for latin like because you know jeffy is or sorry el jefe he's into like oh he's in construction so he's like yeah into, like, he helped you guys mod. build it dude we did this for like eight straight hours and i didn't get home till probably like two o'clock in the morning and i, I like walk into stebbins classroom and guyther's holding the back and i'm on this literally like probably 10 feet long mm-hmm. and stebbins was like oh my god like he came i dude. think it was still in his classroom yeah when I dude he was like class. dude we printed out everything and glued it to the outside we went out got everything like fake horses fake people dude yeah. it was, we blew it out it was dope and uh we uh for for his class he would you know obviously be like you know just sit in the back don't make mm-hmm. a noise or anything dude i would do everything from putting stuff into pencils like in yeah. the clear pens to writing it yeah. on the back of my gatorade label and re-putting that label on the bottle and drinking it down past the label i mean dude you I took calculus too didn't you no, I took a. Uh, I was like AP physics. Okay. I never. I stayed away towards. Because Miss McPherson, um, the calculus teacher, she the one time I got caught cheating, I left my. I would write like the formulas because I always thought it was bullshit in math that <laughs> they made us memorize the formulas. Yeah, because I'm. I'm like, bro. In real life, you're always gonna have the formula. There's never gonna be a time where you just can't look up the formula. Like this yeah. is 2018, dude. Like back then, it's 2008, but. Like, I'm like, you can just look it up on your phone. So um, I would write down the formulas on my on the back of my calculator, and I left my calculator in the class. And she was just going to put my cover back on my calculator or, like, read whose name was on it. 
and my cheat sheet was still taped to the back of my calculator. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Dude, um, and I had to go by myself to get my calculator and she like we were cool and she's just like she knew it she's like just she's like now i'm gonna pay attention to you for the rest of the year so study yeah you're not gonna get away with this anymore stebbins was like more or less just because he would catch me and Uh when he would catch me he would just be like come on man like try and be more discreet about it or try and do something else but i mean he when push came to shove like you said I don't think he really cared because I was he, actually trying to learn it by cheating. Yeah. If that makes sense, he made any a sense. point. He made an example of uh, Nick and Nick on Frank. or um, fuck, I can't Guido remember Boy. his name. Yeah, dude, you guys are ridiculous. I never got caught cheating. I one time in um. Well, did you have teachers that walked around and everything? No, not really. Yeah, like, dude, well, yeah, every teacher, teacher walked David. around. It's not called cheating when you're in a special ed class. Bro. Oh, first off, I was never in any special ed class. That's disrespectful, and I don't appreciate it, okay? You're a dick for that, okay? Dude, in uh, what's the class you could take in sociology, Baby, right? You gotta let the joke sit for a second. No, bro, fuck you guys. We're getting past he's it. He's not being serious. <laughs> I know he's not. But I'm not getting, giving him the satisfaction oh, of letting man, him marinate for a funny, second. But of course, Anyways, so sociology... I was planning on uh, cheating off of, uh, I sat next to Ryan Maxwell, and he got everything, like, just without even studying. Kid's a genius. Yeah. So, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not going to study. Like, our desks were connected. Like, she didn't have, it. our teacher didn't have it spread out. They were connected. So, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking copy off him. Yeah. Well, she gave, like, two different types of tests oh, to each of them. fuck the teachers that would do the AP So, I'm literally... <laughs> I'm literally like, fuck, I'm fucked, I'm fucked, I'm like, I'm just, I'm fucked. So he finishes, like, because you know, we had an hour hour and a half class, because we were in block scheduling, which was the best thing ever. Yes, it was. So he finishes 20, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm still, like, on the first part of this. He starts, all of a sudden I notice, he starts writing A, B, C in order on the desk, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like fucking order you idiot those are the answers and i'm just like oh shit so oh yes help me pass sociology yes he literally just started would read the question i was on write down the answer on the desk and then i would just fill in the bowl so all i was doing was just sitting there with my eyes and just looking out of peripheral vision guys seeing the desk why this happened Cause I'm smart. Cause Bibbin can't read. No, fuck off. I can read just <laughs> fine. Thank you. Dude, it was. I. I mean, I've had people that were like that, especially dude, in that... college. Dude, college was even better because professors just. I mean, they they were there, but I mean, I had class with like sixty people in it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's my like, thing, yeah, bro. Care. I went to a tiny ass private school yeah. that had. Same here. I was in a private like, liberal arts. Low school, key, yeah. probably like only like a thousand more people than high school. So there were so many classes that once you got into your major level courses, you were in classes with like seven to ten people. So you can't cheat for shit yeah. because it's you and those seven people. And the longer the test goes, the less people that are in the classroom. So you, I had to study some of my classes. I had to study my dick off because Damn. like I had like the which what class was it? Corporate finance was the hardest class I ever took. Yeah, that sounds like a headache. And just the complexity of the problems and shit like that, it was like combining like logic and theory with math. And it's it's 
gross to like the problems take you like almost an hour to figure out yeah this is going to be kind of embarrassing to uh admit but i think like the hardest class i took was probably like macro economics mm-hmm. what dude the hardest class i ever no took... a lot of people struggle with e- Mi- economics uh, micro or macro economics mm-hmm. some See, sort of economics class. yeah we See, had a really good econ professor and i got lucky he was a very he the way he delivered like I learn a lot if it if there's if it's an engaging professor. Yeah. That and that's what's cool what was cool about my school is that there was only like 10 15 people in the class so he could like really really get to know you cuz you're spending like 2 hours with this dude like 3 times a week. So well, you're really getting to know him. And you were a starting cornerback for a national well, championship they didn't, football the professors team. especially did not give a fuck about that shit oh, they I'm were sure like they they're very like pro book people and football people aren't pro book people so we didn't the, come here to play school yeah there was only one prof- i did get hooked up and shout out to him i won't give his name out but my american history professor and because i'm terrible with dates like i don't even remember like people's birthdays yeah. that i'm super in love with like I just won't like my mom and my sister. Sometimes I'll forget my. Good luck, Catherine. Yeah, <laughs> I'll forget. I'll forget their birthdays. So like he just knew, and that's what half of American history was is just remembering time periods and shit like that. And it just didn't intrigue me. So he literally took me out. It was uh, the week of the national championship, so we all had to take our finals a week early, okay. before everybody else. And this professor, he was like, "Meet me in like the cafe." And it was like this little like auxiliary cafeteria and he bought me lunch, brought the final with me and like took the test with me there. Oh, that's dope. And he was like, he's like, he would like let me guess. And if I was wrong, he'd be like, no, it's this. And then I'd be like, all right. Cool. That's dope. Thanks. Yeah, that's that dope. shit was cool. Like that's the one thing that was way different about college that was not anywhere. It, like when it comes to like, like tests like that, like test taking in college, I always was given the opportunity to correct a test. Always. 100%. Every single test I ever took in college was never a final score. Yeah. Because the college looks bad if you don't graduate. So it's like, but it was crazy to me because like I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn, it's a business, man. It's ridiculous. And it's, I was like, damn dude, like I guess, like, what I'm getting at is it just, it made me kind of develop this mentality of is like, well, I mean, I don't need to necessarily bust my balls and study for eight hours the next night if mm-hmm. I'm going to be given the opportunity. So, to do this, as long as I don't do as bad. So, yeah. I'd shoot for like an 82 and up and I'd be satisfied. But that's just like if you're going for your graduate degree. Like, that's true. Because if you're going to get specialized, that shit gets cut throat. Like oh, some of yeah. these like people who are in like speech pathology and shit like Fuck that, like that. that shit just gets cutthroat where like if you don't have a 4.0 and recommendations and two internships, you're not <laughs> like, even getting into like, grad dude, school. Like, dude, that's the thing, man. Like, everyone, what? everyone, I mean, I'll probably catch shit for this and I don't care. I'll, they'll probably make fun of me for it, but fuck it like people all my friends and all that shit they'd be like oh yeah i'm doing this internship doing this internship doing this one doing this one what are you doing i'm like nothing i didn't know i needed to do an internship yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like i never i dude i really didn't fully grasp the concept of all what an internship are was is until like I was, ways until to late. get around the fact that you don't have any experience yeah it's and then it's a company's way of sucking you into working for them because you're so naive to the fact that there's a million other different options 
like that's what enterprise did like enterprise is one of the most coveted like internships for business grads because it's so good on your resume and the reason it's so good on your resume is because you work 60 hours a week if you can cut it at enterprise and like clean cars in the winter time in a suit and dress shoes then you can go do whatever you want because that shit sucks so they're like (laughs) if you can cut it here you're good like you're ready for corporate boot camp dude that's wild so that shit sucked, man. Getting fired from there was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, you got fired? <laughs> Straight up, yeah. I uh, I got caught speeding in one of their cars while I was an intern. I told I told the story about when I uh, walked out with my pants down while I was an intern. You remember that? Yeah. I don't remember this yeah. story. Yeah, I was taking a shit, and I walked out with my pants down, and there was a customer in the lobby. <laughs> I told that story on, like, episode one or two. I need to go back and listen to, to it. Because uh, he had to answer the phone. Yeah, because you can't let the phone ring more than twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I so, forgot about but, that. But, yeah, like, I, oh, that, like, one of the nights where I was working at the little auxiliary <laughs> office by myself, I was turning back towards our other office to take a car back and i uh i was going like 55 and a 25 in an enterprise car because i was i was taking out my aggression on the foot pedal of the fucking car <laughs> it didn't make any sense just straight being, smack in the floor I was, yeah i was just being a fucking 21 year old just being a psychopath that's funny so and then um the next time like i got a tick i got in an accident on my own like a fender bender I'm kind of a shitty driver, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a repeating occurrence. Yeah, and then um, the last one, I was managing this the Kent store, like on 59, and I back, like I was going so fast, I backed this car into like the, like the metal poles that protect the garage on either side. Backed it right what into What did you do shit. when you did it, when you slapped the pole? Were you like, oh, shit. It's the one of the worst feelings in the world. Yeah. You know you're fucked. Dude, when I was a senior. And then they went the worst part, and to cap it all off, sorry to cut you off, no, but good. the the grand finale of my experience at Enterprise, I had been basically managing this store for this woman for probably a year and a half now, and I get like called over, and I'm doing great. Like I'm one of the top salesmen and all this shit, and I get, I'm about to transfer to college. California to live out in San Francisco. Oh shit! And oh, with Aaron. Yeah, once my uh, my buddy Roy. Uh. But um, as soon as I uh, as soon as I apply to go out there, they tell me I have to wait six months for two points to fall off my driver's license. So I'm just trying to buy my time because you're only allowed to have four on your license. Okay. And if you get any more than four, you have to get. Uh, like you can't drive anymore and if you can't drive an enterprise you're useless so (laughs) like because they'll pick pick you up yeah you can't pick pick anybody up up. so um they uh i'm just waiting and working at this kent store until i can transfer to san francisco and they take me out to my car one day like to one of the rental cars to talk to me and they're like yeah we're going to have to let you go. So that for like no warning whatsoever, they knew they were going to fire me for like from the time they looked at my driving record until that moment, which was like a month worked me to death and then fired me. And I drove home, like walked over my, like went inside, grabbed my shit, walked over to my car, 
left and like the manager tried to come out and say her dad worked at like sterling jewelers and could get me a job or some shit and i'm like get out of my face dude <laughs> go fuck and I yourself just, yeah pal. I, was, I drove back and then i i called the guy who fired me who was like a higher up and i was like yo you owe me a letter of recommendation i was like you owe me at least that email me that shit tomorrow because you fired me without warning you guys could have at least told me you were gonna do this and like because yeah. you've known that you were gonna fire yeah, me yeah that's a while. shitty dude so he worked he gave me a letter of recommendation and but nonetheless it's never come back to haunt me or anything i'm just yeah. happy that i had the experience and every job i had after that was fucking cool i stayed like un- i stayed unemployed for like four months and spent all my money that i saved yeah because i was just like dude that job sucked and i need to figure out what the hell is going on yeah, dude, that's like when I was doing my donut thing, the Joey Joey bag of donuts. Uh, my fucking boss, we he was like, hey, we have a marketing meeting, uh, so I need you and the other CAs. I need you guys to all convene at uh, BWI, Baltimore International Airport, because mm-hmm. uh, they um, he lives in Atlanta, the vice president of the company I worked for, and uh, he would fly up and we would have to meet in the actual airport for our meetings yeah and dude like walk in and i get there like probably 20 minutes early walk in guy's name is kevin he shakes my hand spence hey man how you doing nice to see you how's the family doing how the dogs you know how's you know how's your holiday and everything i'm like okay well you know this is gonna be a good meeting like okay let's let's do it Mm -hmm. and then sure enough dude so we're gonna have to dissolve the position and liquidate every you know and everything i was like what because dude i lived in winchester virginia dude to go to baltimore the bwi is like a two and a half hour drive you made you drive two and a half hours to get fired yes oh that's fucked i literally drove two and a half hours to go to a an airport uh hyatt regency yeah lobby a meeting room for because them to fire for me. his own conscious he yes. had to do it face to face to make himself yes. feel better and i and probably I say, company policy well, dude, too. the yeah. worst part about it was is so like i mean low-key i kind of had this feeling that something was going to happen and so i was like i called my mom and you can sense that yeah and like when it comes to business anything i always talk to my mom she owns her own business she's been the owner and the sole owner of her business ever since my grandfather passed away Mm -hmm. so like she understands everything and kind of gets it so i was like what should i do what would you do in this situation and it just happens to be that she's an accountant Mm -hmm. so she was like get your numbers if you can get your numbers laid out literally give them the cold hard facts to that way if you know they do try and let you go you could be like whoa 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 you could at least put up a fight mm-hmm. so you know that's what i did and i laid it out i was just like well it's funny that you're saying this position isn't profitable because here are the numbers mm-hmm. i was like and i know for a fact my salary didn't bring in over six figures that i brought in sales in last year so yeah and we're talking about donuts that were 50 cents a piece mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, like to go from that where you're, you see the profit, you see the profitability of your position to them all of a sudden being like, you're not worth, you're not worth it anymore. And you're Mm -hmm. just like, wait a minute. What? Like, dude, I get the respect and I, I, I respect you for wanting to do it to my face, but bro, we have FaceTime now. Mm -hmm. Like that's virtually the same exact thing. Did you you say something? Like, yeah, I did. I, I literally after I laid it out to him in the lobby, I said, and I'm glad I, I had to drive two and a half fucking hours for this. And I literally just said that that exactly like that and just said, I'm done and just walked out. Yeah. Because, of course, they're like, oh, well, you know, here, sign this paper first. Do this, do this, do this. Make sure you return all company equipment. Because I had laptops. I had cell mm-hmm. phone. I had uh, uniforms. I had a whole bunch of shit. I mean, I had entire 
rooms in, in my townhouse full of t-shirts yeah toy cars all that shit for Krispy Kreme and it was just like mm-hmm. they're like oh we need all that shit back yeah I was like did you guys not think about this shit before you wanted to fire everyone mm-hmm. so I've been in your shoes it sucks that's it's the worst possible wild feeling. so you had to gather all that shit and did they yeah. like inventory all of it and make yeah, sure you didn't we take gi- anything bro, I had gift cards because we, mm-hmm. we would do promotions where you get free donuts for a year a yeah. dozen of donuts every week for 52 weeks mm-hmm. and I had a thousand of those cards yeah so I could have easily just given them away to my friends, mm-hmm. given them away to people, to random and people. And did they account for every single one of them? Yeah. Yeah. Like all, all the free donut coupons, all the free coffee coupons, all the, the t-shirts. coupons? Ev- everything that had a Krispy Kreme Did you Kreme fall short tie. of anything just because you lost I it? I mean, like like these red t-shirts I, got, I always wear. Like I yeah. always would jack these t-shirts because, you know... We would give these away out in case if like a cus if a customer yeah, had like there's a bad some stuff experience. you know you can grab. Exactly. We're like, oh here, have a t shirt because I it's just like, you know, a little sidebar, a little bit like Starbucks marketing. They're spelling your name wrong on purpose for your cup, so you take a picture of it and it's uh-huh. free marketing. We would do the same thing with Krispy Kreme. We would just give Wait, them a- re- rewind that for everyone who takes a picture of that shit. Yes. Okay. Genius level marketing right here. Yes. Okay. So for everyone who doesn't realize this, when Starbucks goes and and you say your name is Mike mm-hmm. and they spell your name M-Y-K-E, they're doing that on purpose. So you take a picture of it because it's always conveniently placed right by the Starbucks logo. Mm-hmm. And so every time you're on Instagram, all of your 500 followers are seeing that. Yeah. Why is this girl in, at Starbucks all the time? Why, gotta, exactly. I should try oh, why, Starbucks. Why? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, they did this purple unicorn drink. Oh, I need to do this. And then, mm-hmm. oh, they, oh, my God, that's so funny. They spelled my name wrong. And, mm-hmm. you know, people don't realize it, but that's, they're, they're literally giving away millions of dollars in marketing for free. Yes. And it's genius. So, like, we kind of would do the same thing, but with our T-shirts. It wouldn't be on an air or anything like that. But if you came in and complained and said your donuts didn't taste good, cool, stay there. I'll get you a T-shirt. You want one for your kid, too? Cool, here you go. You want a little bus, little car for your kid because I know you're going to take a picture of it, that your kid's having fun playing with the little car that has a Krispy Kreme logo on it? Take it because it's free marketing. Mm -hmm. And you walk away with the customer feeling like they won in that situation. So how do you account for that when they ask for that shit back? Can't you just say like, oh, I gave you that were away? allotted a certain amount of, in your budget when it came to uh, expendables. Uh-huh. So, so you could just dump. I loaded up on those where yeah. I wouldn't necessarily. So you knew have... everything you had in your car was I can give this away basically. Exactly yeah. everything that I had in my car I could keep. Everything that was in my house I couldn't touch. Yeah, because I didn't trust anyone that would be in my car really i mean you you see a stack you see a stack of free dozen coupons for a year and you see a hundred of them yeah you could say like i mean Mm -hmm. so all these coupons i never got any cool just to say like yeah (laughs) it'd be cool just to say i had free donuts i never fucked with krispy kreme obviously till i started working there but like I mean, dude, there's some people that go nuts for that shit. We had people camp out for donuts. We had people do a whole bunch of crazy shit, make home videos. Donuts are a trend in themselves, so yeah. Krispy Kreme's done a good job of We've just had expanding people... on the donut brand entirely. Well, yeah, I've had people come in and tell me, oh, I named my son Krispy Kreme, or Chris, after Krispy Kreme. Like, <laughs> Shut K- up. K-R-I-S, yeah. Yeah. People, dude, people are fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. because I love your donuts. The, well, the, come here, Chris. I love them so much. Chris P. Cremelay. <laughs> Cremelay. The, uh, the, um, the store the that I was, the store that I was, lo- uh, primarily like centered in, um, 
the uh, one of the original Krispy Kreme stores was located like 20 minutes down the road from it. So like a lot of times you'd get people that were going to it from that were like 60, 70, 80 years old. That's not that are bringing their grandkids or great grandkids in there. So it's like, dude, you see every, you see all the walks of life. I got to go Walmart people on steroids. Yeah. Donuts. (laughs) Krispy Kreme screams Walmart to me. I'm surprised Walmart doesn't own it. Dude, they probably do. uh, What's uh, what's the worst firing story you got, baby? The only place I've ever really been fired from is Olive Garden. Okay. Explain so I work. Me, just explain to everybody work ruin Olive Garden for and us. And why real the fuck didn't you ever hook us up with yeah. breadsticks? First off, I'm so because good, like my friends have worked at so many cool places and I just haven't taken advantage of it. I'm well, first off, at most restaurants you can't just take food when oh, you're leaving. Oh, on sidebar, Especially real quick. Corporate shit. Yeah. Dopest spot ever was when Jono and Geither worked at Coldstone. Yes, they on. hooked it up. Yeah, they would. Hook anyway, because they didn't give a fuck. No. Anyways, so I worked at Olive Garden my, the one year I was uh, going to Kent State, and uh, I worked at the one in Akron. Um, I used to like make up shit all the time because I just worked there on the weekends to get off work. Like, oh, I'm sick. What? Well, just whatever I could think of. Like, oh, so my sister hurt her arm or broke her arm or some shit like that. Just I'm whatever. Sure you said this is when you were how old? I was uh like 19. So okay. freshman in Kent. No, sophomore. sophomore. Okay, sophomore. My bad. I didn't hear you. My bad. <laughs> so um. So like I got like like technically they say like two no call no shows and you're fired. So. Olive Garden? Yeah, so, like, my second one, I didn't wake up for a fucking new menu meeting, which was pretty much just them giving us samples of the new menu items and shit like that. Like, I woke up, saw my alarm, and I was like, oh, I can hit the snooze. Well, I just, I accidentally turned it off, and then I, <laughs> I like, I was scheduled to work, like, later that day, so I go in, and my boss was like, "Come," he's like, I need to talk to you, and I was like, all right, and I go in the office, he's like... You didn't show up this morning. I'm like, yeah, sorry. Like, I slept through my alarm. Like, it um, won't happen again. He goes, well, right now we have to suspend you. This is your second no call, no show. I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, there's dudes who, like, literally have done that three times and they're still working here. And he goes, well, we're trying to go with policy. I don't know what happened in the past. Because this dude had, like, been there for, like, two months, this guy who yeah. works here. I'm like, whatever, dude. That's the annoying, like, thing about that. Like, so I left that day and I told my mom. My mom's like, what are you doing early? I'm like, oh, I got sent home. There's too many people. It wasn't going to be busy. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh, were you, uh, like scared to tell her you yeah like i well i didn't know yet because they're like well we'll call you the friday and we'll tell you to come in or not and i'm like okay so he calls me friday and he's like yeah you come come on in and i'm like all right cool like i'm gonna have my job and him and another manager like waiting because we had to go in the front door him and another manager are waiting at like one of the tables like right when you he's like can you come sit down and he's like and now mind you this is already during the summer like school had ended for the semester and so, like, I'm back living at home in Twinsburg, driving to fucking Akron. So that's Jesus, a tw- that's yeah. a 25, 30 minute ride. And he's like, "Well, I'm sorry, we gotta let you go." And I'm I'm just like, he's like, "We gotta follow policy." I'm like, "Whatever, dude. That's just ridiculous that you're gonna follow me." Because he even said, "I don't really want to do it." You know, you're a good young worker, but I gotta follow corporate policy. I'm like, "Well, I just wish you would have told me over the phone today because I wouldn't have driven and wasted my gas." I got fired through a text message. That's bullshit. I, w- I mean, at least if he like he called me and yeah. I talked you ever to been him. Dumped through a text message? Oh yeah, plenty no. of times. Plenty of times. In I, high school. 
I got dumped by like other girls coming up and being like, she doesn't want to date you anymore. But yeah. I mean, like that yeah. was like in grade school. So. Or she doesn't want to dance with you anymore. Yeah, for, like a dance. Oh man, that's but how no, you yeah, knew you so were done. I got yeah, so I got canned from Olive Garden. That was it. But yeah. then the next that weekend, that's when I started carnying. So it was actually a good thing, dude. It was I was bad at Olive Garden. I was telling you guys the other day, like I, me and this one dude used to fucking sh- chug the little sh- mini champagne bottles in the cooler, like on Friday nights. We used to smoke foil bowls in the freezer. Like, <laughs> you are crazy, dude. We were horrible. You are crazy. I will say though, when I worked at Olive Garden, that's when they made all their sauces and soups in house. Like we had a full production team when I worked there. From what I've heard now, it's just all the sauces. Yeah, everything shipped in. So, so I actually worked there when the shit was good. Let's hear it. All right. On this week's episode, on this week's episode of Bibbin tries to read. All right. Bibbin's talking a lot today, so I can look at my phone a little bit. So the headline is: uh, Florida teen steals Papa John's delivery driver car to visit boyfriend. Oh. Oh my god. So Josie Bigelow, four- <laughs> this ain't real, bro. Dude, swear this to God, this ain't real. I, dude, I'm telling you, it was a real, it was a real thing. It was reported on a news site, so it's real. I looked it up. All I can think about is that Nick Cannon. But it song. said Josie Bigelow, 14 of Lehigh Heights, uh, Florida. Oh wait, that's Jigolo. Never mind. So she ordered a pizza to her to have to be delivered to her neighbor's house. And when the driver showed up, she popped out of the bushes and got in and started driving away. So, (laughs) so, like it said, like the delivery driver, he's like, Yeah, like as soon as I got out of the car and started walking towards the door, she looks like, Catch me outside. How about that? (laughs) No, I guarantee you, her boyfriend is a SoundCloud rapper with a face tattoo. So, (laughs) I guarantee you. So, she was 14. Yeah, she's only 14, so she Man, doesn't even have, like, her temps. girl's parents better get this shit under control. Well, so... She's gonna be on Dr. She's Phil. sucking dick for money! So she, uh... <laughs> she... I guess she first... It's very strong. <laughs> okay! <laughs> so I oh, guess... Sorry, Ryan. At first, she, uh, drove to a local middle school where there was a cop there. <laughs> oh, my God. And the cop... Uh, approached the car and she hook up in the middle school bathroom well no she didn't at this point she doesn't have her boyfriend it doesn't say she never got to her boyfriend i'll just say that wait where was her boyfriend i don't know it it never says but uh okay for some reason i thought you said he was in jail no no said the rest of her ride was tracked by a police helicopter so obviously like word got out because i'm pretty sure her dad or, or the probably the delivery driver at that point had called the police what city of florida did this happen in it said lehigh heights where is Lehigh? Oh, it's in Lehigh. Oh, it says around Fort Myers, I think. Oh, dude, that's right. We're uh, Anthony and Margie. Know oh, okay. Yeah. Lehigh Acres. Yeah. Okay. But, uh... So... Why does that news reporter look like the older sister of the girl that was arrested? Yeah, she does. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, she was uh, apprehended six miles from her house, charged with Grand Theft Auto, and she was sent to a juvenile assessment center. But she later got released. So... She- so she stole a, Del- a, de- a Papa John's delivery truck, van, car, yeah. whatever, vehicle, and only made it six miles down the road? Well, yeah. Well, if, like I said, at first she drove to this middle school, which I'm guessing is right around her, and then she, as soon as she saw a cop there and the cop like started to come towards the car, she fucking dipped out of there. And they said that a helicopter tracked her. But yeah, so she was only six miles from her house. She said her father said that her plan was her plan was eventually to meet up with her boyfriend, and then uh, 
Is that her dad? He no. He the, he. The father also sent cops screenshots. <laughs> the pizza's still there. Well, no. Listen, she, uh, the the delivery driver ended up just giving the pizza to the responding officers. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, the dad gave cops pictures, screenshots of text messages of the girl, Josie, and her boyfriend planning on robbing people. Uh, and then her dad said, the girl needs an ass whooping. That in jail. So. Oh, that's got to be the dad. <laughs> no, that dude just lives there. The dad was the guy with the buzz cut and the uh, gl- sunglasses. Oh, my God. But, yeah, dude, Basalt Baby. That dude I'm, is her father. So what is yeah. her name again? Josie. Oh, and his her name is... father looks like a basalt baby himself, he so prob- it makes sense. Well, his, her, oh, that dude's on crack right now. Look at him. Something. Dude, you, you already know, though, that he wanted a boy because he's his like, name, his he's name like, is Joseph. I didn't know she was going to steal the car. I've been telling her not to go see that boy no more. <laughs> his his name is Joseph, and he's like, I want a boy so you, bad. You got to realize I wear these sunglasses on top of my head because I don't actually want to wear them, but if I, if I need them, I need them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can clearly see the sun in the reflection of those lenses, too, so it's out. <laughs> Fast Salt Baby of the Week. What's her name? Josie Bigelow. Josie Bigelow, the male gigolo. Just nuts, dude. <sighs> that wow. is wild. Florida's just... Fast Salt Baby of the Week from Florida, right. where it all started. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm getting pretty tired, boys. It's a late one tonight, yeah. so... I think I'm going to call it a night on episode 15. Yeah, no soccer tonight. Yeah, we're going to go home and get some sleep. We uh, got our asses kicked yesterday. I had a little bit of a moment with the team afterwards. Well, it was rightfully deserved because everybody decides to show up when we play early. And then we have way too many subs, and it's annoying. Can't get in rid. Like the second half, I maybe played like three minutes because there's no point. Yeah, I only played seven minutes in the second half. All these guys are coming off, opening up that side door, so it's freezing. So I'm just getting cold again, and then it's just fucking dumb. I didn't even. That's why I can't can't stand that. (laughs) Well, let's end it on a more positive note, man. Um, We're one day closer to football season, and we're one day closer to the Batman bar crawl. Oh yeah. This weekend, if you listen to this podcast before Saturday, come to Willoughby Brewing Company at 7.30 for the third annual Batman Bar Crawl in honor of Dominic Allen. Good rest- buddy. It's a yeah. good uh, good, good uh, way to end it. So rest in peace, Dom, man. Batman Bar Crawl Saturday. Love you, buddy. Love you guys. Miss you. Peace. This is the this Living is the Room Living Room Chronicles, Chronicles podcast. podcast. Oh, I should probably click that button. Yeah, stop, stop the yeah. show. My bad. Hey, turn it off, you jabroni. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs>